Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut, this is the show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to join me as we have a discussion about seven takeaways from Podcast Movement 2019. That's right. I went to Orlando, Florida this just past few weeks, and I got to meet up with a lot of great podcasters. So... What did I learn from that experience? Why did I commit hundreds of dollars, actually close to $1,000, to go to this event, learn about something called podcasting? What was the benefit for me? What's the benefit for you? What could you take away? What are seven takeaways for you, for your own life, your own dream? So that's what we're talking about. So sit back and relax, unless you're driving. In that case, please be safe. Don't be that jerk on the road that's causing accidents. We don't like that. As Brennan and I now have a discussion about Podcast Movement 2019, and I finally got him to crack on this intro. Here we go. <laughs> that, that made me think of, I don't like that. My, my grandson <laughs> says, but I don't like that. Okay. You know, I was just thinking, before we really, really dive in, uh, what I want to ask you to do, those listening, is if you haven't subscribed to our show yet on your favorite podcast app, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, let's see. Uh, what, what does my friend Renee use? CastBox, you name it. Whatever you use to listen to this show, go ahead and click on that subscribe button if you haven't done that yet. That way you don't miss a single episode going forward. All right. Hey, Brandon, how are you doing? It, it's funny when people say going forward, because how could you miss an episode going backward? Yeah, Let's that's all ponder that. <laughs> Is that two episodes in a row we use the word ponder? I'm trying to get Ponder into at least one episode a, a day. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the word of 2019 for me on the rut. Ponder. <laughs> Eight months later. <laughs> Subscribe to my new podcast, Ponder, where I just ponder things. Part of the Beyond the Rut Network. <laughs> <laughs> I do have my Spotify for podcasters t-shirt on provided uh by the jerry dugan and uh i'm a sucker for t-shirts obviously yeah and that was a really neat booth i don't think i i truly captured an image of what that booth the scope of that booth so that you got this big expo hall like a typical conference and you got all your vendors in the middle kind of peddling their wares capturing your email address they can you know Bug How you. old are you peddling their wares? I'm 43, <laughs> man. I, you know, just when I thought I would never talk to my, like my parents or my grandparents, it, it happened. It's been happening slowly since I hit 40. Uh, those of you in your 30s, I'm sorry, it's going to happen. You're going to start acting like your parents if you haven't already or your grandparents, <laughs> which is probably even worse. But, you know, hey, peddling your wares. That's <laughs> there you go. There we go. I mean, I need everybody listening, instead of saying, I'm going to work, say, I'm going to pedal my wares today. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, so where was I? Oh, yeah, the Spotify booth. Um, so you got this big open uh, venue, and then you, you come across this like oasis. It's a almost like a living room 
posted up in the middle of this conference hall. So you've got couches, you've got coffee tables. They had an espresso machine. For those machine. of you who don't know what's in a living room. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't a TV, I'll, I'll say that. Oh, okay. uh, but they had a, uh, so maybe it was more set up like a coffee shop because they had an espresso machine and a barista. They hired a barista from the hotel to awesome. operate that. And so you just walked up and it was free espresso. Come talk to the guys from Spotify about podcasting with them. And you know, they had baskets of t-shirts and they didn't even question if you walked up, I could have gotten you four Spotify t-shirts, Brandon, but I just picked the one cause <laughs> I had to carry that stuff back. <laughs> uh, so it was really cool. They put a lot of money into that. Yeah, I know. I, I used to travel a lot and we'd go to these things and then you end up filling up a whole bag full of stuff and you get back to the hotel and think, do I even want, do I even want this stuff? Because I'm not carrying it all back. Exactly. I, I started to contemplate that. I'm like, I think Brandon only needs one t-shirt, not two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then I'm like, I'm bringing back, you know, t-shirts for me too. Like, do I really need more t-shirts? I'm like, well, there are t-shirts at home I don't wear and I would definitely wear these podcasting shirts. So I'm, I'm bringing these home. And then I was thinking, how many stickers did I grab? Cause I, how did I fill this bag up? And then there's my microphone and I'm like, Oh, that's coming home. That's not staying here in Florida. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave some shoes, maybe some clothes, but I'm bringing the mic. Yes. And that mic, uh, so speaking of takeaways, that mic was a takeaway. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and it, a nice mic. I've been watching videos and like, how do I get the most out of this? How does it compare to like the, the Heil PR40? So I'm going to get technical for just a second. The Heil PR40 is like the, the holy grail of microphones among podcasters because all your big name podcasters tell you that's the microphone to aim for. That's the highest quality. It's also the highest priced. But this is what you can do with it. And then I got this uh, Electro Voice RE320, which is you know radio studio quality. It wasn't like the RE20, which I had my eyes on for real. But this is a $300 mic, and I want it. Like, there you go. Yes. And people wanted it. Like They were coveting eyes as I was leaving that place. Like I had a, I mean, you would have thought I was a kid on Christmas Day who didn't want to share his toys because that, that was me. I was clutching that box so tightly, I think I buffed up a little bit. My, my arms are stronger now <laughs> because of that clutching um, activity. But anyway, beautiful microphone. So if you're listening and you're thinking, well, I don't do a podcast, I don't really care that much about microphones, how does this apply to me? One of the ways that uh, you can get the most out of this podcast and many others is take the lessons and apply them to your real life. So what we want to do is we want to kind of dive in here and look at seven takeaways besides the microphone that, that Jerry got from this conference that are not necessarily podcaster specific, but they can apply in your own career, in your own uh, life and community, and maybe how you could change just a couple of things and get yourself out of that rut and live in a way that just really is more passionate and more driven and more focused. So, Jerry, what would you say is the is the first major takeaway that you got from this podcasting conference? First major takeaway. So the episode we published the week before I went to Podcast Movement, I shared how I wanted to look at and focus on audience growth. So how do we get our numbers higher in our our downloads? And then as I'm sitting through session after session after session, they gave tips on how to increase those numbers. But here was the, the big takeaway. Don't focus on the numbers. Focus on the people. And they said, do not forget to connect with your audience as people. And when they said that, I was like, I'd much rather do that 
and let the numbers be a byproduct rather than us focus so much on the numbers that we're not connected with you. So that's takeaway number one. I love that because sometimes we're focused on what somebody tells us to focus on rather than just do a good job, have good content, good information, or, or work hard, and then just let everything else take care of itself. That's, that's a really good way of looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. Are, are we meeting your needs, our listeners, or are we just kind of just catering to the masses? And really, we need to be catering to your needs. So a lot of re- research is going to be done into making sure we're providing you the best content, the best conversations, and linking other conversations we have with a lot of great people to what you need to hear from us. So that was takeaway number one. So let's just jump right to number two. What was the second thing that you really felt like you could take away from this conference? Uh, Same thing with number one. This is a spinoff of number one, and that was really pour into your super fans. So you may have a business, you may have a platform of your own, you may have coworkers in the office, but there are people who come to you time and time again to provide feedback, to provide praise to buy your product. So who are your recurring customers, your recurring fans in a sense, and treat them as your premium customer. So do something extra for them. And I don't know why that was foreign to me or why I'd forgotten that because when I was in real estate, that was exactly the model we had for our warm marketing techniques, which worked most of the time. Well, actually it worked when I actually did it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the gym or anything else. It doesn't work if you don't do it. And it worked really well because when I used this kind of method, so I had uh, just to give you a quick preface, I had four categories of clients when I was in real estate, A, B, C, and D. C's were people I just met. They were like my casual fans. They heard about me. They got my card. They want to look at my website. They want information from me, but there is zero commitment. My B category of clients were those who said, you know what? I'm not looking for a house, but if I wind up looking for a house, I want to use you. If I need to sell my house, I want to use you. Or if I come across somebody looking to buy or sell a home, I'm going to refer them to you. But they hadn't done that yet. So th- those are my B clients. They, they're they committed to me, but they hadn't really taken action. And then you have your A clients. And they're the, they're the ones who would actually either A, referred people to me, or did business with me. So that's my A category. And I took better care of them. I spent more time taking care of them and cultivating that relationship than I did with my B's and my C's. Some of those A's became what I called A plus clients. Those guys not only did multiple transactions with me, they did uh, multiple referrals and I took the most care. I would visit them in person. I'd provide them with a gift of value to them. I'd buy them with tips on the industry. Like this is the insight of real estate going on right now. Uh, Hey, it turns out these are the remodeling projects that give you the most in your home. Um, They accounted for roughly 60 to 70% of my business. And there were only about 15 people on that list. What's really good about that concept, too, is if you cultivate those relationships, that's 70% of your business right there, just focused on making those deeper and more real. One of the things we talk about is, you know, not necessarily more content or, or, you know, easier ways for you to digest the content. It's just, you know, people consume good content. People, you know, use quality. And, and you just really cultivated that with that smaller group of people, make that deeper rather than just wider, attracting more. Exactly. And you and I met earlier this week and we discussed what can we do to cultivate those super fan relationships. And so we got some things on the plate and you'll probably notice us doing some of these things. And, you know, it's, 
you're going to like it. Yeah. It's, it's, we're gonna <laughs> you're enjoy, just going to like it. Yeah. We're going to enjoy doing it, and I think you're going to enjoy and find value in what we're going to do. Uh, and just in case you're listening and thinking, Jerry, what was the, the D category <laughs> when you're in real estate? A D stood for delete. And those are the folks that um, either A, I could tell they were never going to do business with me, or B, I would not want to do business with them anyway. Uh, so they were like jerks, the ones who were just going to take, 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 talk trash about you, use you, and throw you away. Uh, we're going to do the same thing. You know, there, there are people who just, this show is not for everybody. And we're not going to spin our wheels trying to attract the person who's already saying no to themselves. Uh, and you know, when they're ready, they can come to us. But until then, we're, we're not going to throw a lot of time chasing those who are a no when we can focus on you who have already said yes. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into Capshow and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. There you go. So there, there are things you need to cut out of your life. Just don't put all your effort into them. So let's jump right into number three. What's the third takeaway from number the three? Uh, this still ties in with people. And I realized the one thing that you and I have not created for our listeners is a place for them to communicate with each other. So we have our Facebook page. We're on Twitter. We know people. We interact with people all the time. But we haven't yet created that space where all of our, our fans and even our super fans can come together and share their great lives with each other, share their struggles, share their solutions, share their stories. Like we haven't created that safe space for them to do that. Everything right now is in a public forum or a very private email message. So the third takeaway is you and I need to create a safe place where our, our rudders or our beyond the rut nation or our beyond the rut, you know, we really haven't settled on a name for that. Uh, maybe we put it up <laughs> for a vote with our fans uh, and our listeners. Uh, so uh, I know we played with the name rudders, uh, but I've kind of toyed with that idea. And uh, I know people like well, mostly my family, they don't get it, but they don't listen to the show either. So that's kind of their loss. Uh, so we call ourselves rudders. Do we call ourselves beyond the rut nation and kind of take from like, uh, entrepreneur on fire or do we just call ourselves the beyond the rut community i don't know i'm just throwing that question know. at we'll you we'll have to figure that out right now i'm working with the guy who's trying to buy greenland so as soon as we get that wrapped up on some marketing issues and stuff then uh we'll get right on this community naming too so what's the number four takeaway uh that you got from the conference all right number four takeaway was being open to new tools so you know me, I, even though I kind of like to explore and see what's new and what's out there, I'm not quick to making changes. And I kind of went into this conference, especially when I was walking through the expo, thinking to myself, you know, but we already have our systems in place. We already have our tools in place. 
And then I came across some tools. I'm thinking, holy cow, that would make life so much easier. And, you know, if we're juggling <laughs> multiple episodes, this will help me keep on track. And this will, like, send auto reminders to Brandon and to myself. This will make life easier. There was even one tool out there that we're not ready for this, but it's called Descript. And it'll actually take our audio recording and transcribe it with like a 95% accuracy. And I had to ask, does it speak East Texas? You know, East Texas. Yeah, because, I mean, and C-3PO said, yes, he could. He was, you know, not kidding. <laughs> Sorry, protocol droid joke uh, for those out there who are Star Wars fans. Uh, anyway, it said, yes, he could pick up accents really well. And I said, okay, what if, say, Brandon gets sighted and he stammers and he says, like, the word it five times in rapid sequence? Because I don't know if you know this. You do, and I just tend to cut most of them out. Uh, and... <laughs> And the guy at the booth said, you know what? It'll pick it up. In fact, what you'll see on the transcript is it, 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 it. And so I thought, you know, that would make editing so much easier because right now I just kind of, I have to listen to it, listen for it, and then cut it out. And that takes some time. But if I can go into a transcript and say, you know what? It seven times. We only need one. Let me cut those six out. Uh, that, that would make editing a lot faster, but not quite worth actually they're going to drop they're going to drop their price right now they're twenty dollars a month they're going to drop it down to ten dollars a month and the other benefit is we would have transcript to provide the deaf and hard of hearing so that is a segment that is excluded because of our podcast they rely solely on our written notes and when i say they i've got one friend in particular who follows our show but she's at the mercy of only what we type up she can't hear what we have to say right and and we found that that is a really uh common thing but just a small change that we didn't really even know about and and you can actually upload videos to facebook now if you go into your options and change it to include closed captioning they will put it in there automatically now if you're like jerry said from east texas like me they may miss a word or two but that's okay <laughs> because about 98 percent of it is correct and i for one love closed captioning because i also don't hear very well so that's a that's a huge advantage for people and for your business i mean just consider the fact that most of you are listening to this probably at work and you also may watch a video every once in a while at work that you can't have the sound up and maybe you're out in a cubicle area. You can't have headphones in. So closed captioning would allow you to see what's going on without making any noise. And really, you should be at work anyway and, and paying attention to what you're doing, <laughs> especially if you're, you know, say, launching missiles or something. You should probably pay attention to what's going on. So what is the magic number five takeaway? Magic number five is seize the moments. Um so I had a plan, you know, I'm going to go to these sessions, I'm going to go to the expo booths around this time, and, you know, I'm going to go to this networking event later on. And so I had my plan, and there were just moments of opportunity where I had to drop everything and go for it. Uh, one of those was I did take my recording equipment with me, and I came across eight different people who would have been great to get a quick soundbite for the show, and I did, uh, for seven of them. And, you know, so just being able to set up on the moment, talk with somebody and ask them, what is the rut you help people get out of? Uh, what inspired you to help people with that rut? And how do people connect with you? That was, those are the three questions I was asking. But the other things about these in the moment, uh, there was a booth where they were asking if I wanted to enter for a drawing to win a microphone. And normally I'm like, nah, it's okay. Or I'll throw in a fake email address or something, but I actually threw in my real address and I want a real microphone. So <laughs> I actually <laughs> threw in my real address. I love that. And, uh, the other, the, the I think the biggest and coolest sees the moments, uh, opportunities were 
I kept bumping into some of my heroes in podcasting, Pat Flynn, uh, your, your hero, Erlon Woods. Uh, Erlon! Erlon! Hey, I hope if he's listening, awesome. If not, it's okay. You know, he's, he's pretty busy nowadays, you know. Number, he should yeah, still yeah. be listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he knows your name now, by the way. <laughs> there you go. So, Erlon, if you want me on Ear Hustle, then give me a shout. I will absolutely jump at the chance. I'll have to post the video of where we're uh, calling you out for not coming to Podcast Movement 2019. <laughs> there that you was, go. That was the best. Uh, so, you know, seizing the opportunity, ask, getting out of my shell and asking them, hey, can we do a quick selfie? Hey, can can I shoot a video with you for, for Brandon? Uh, those were great opportunities, but I think the biggest and best opportunity was I came across the Buzzsprout booth and I was just getting information about hosting because right now we host on a site called Amazon through S3, their S3 platform. <laughs> I just, I, most of you have never heard of that, but Amazon <laughs> does things other than sell dog food and toilet paper. Yeah. They, they do a bunch of different things. It, it's funny. You know, we know of Amazon as the shopping website, but pretty much every website in the world or every web hosting provider runs their stuff through Amazon's servers. So right. Amazon Some is like, connections. yeah, like Amazon is the supercomputer of the world, whether we know it or not. And so all these uh, web Hosting sites for podcasts like Libsyn, Blueberry, and Buzzsprout, those are the three big ones, they all have rented space with Amazon's servers to actually serve us. And when we first started the show, I was like, why pay them 14 to 15 bucks a month when we can go straight to the source and do it for free? And because I was thinking about just hosting, I didn't think about all the other ser- services that came with the $15 a month. And, you know, four years later, I'm thinking this sucks. Like I got to make sure manually that we're being distributed to all these different locations. I got to kind of track down all these stats and it's a pain in the butt because I forget, you know, a website here and there. What if somebody did this for us? And then I realized when I was at the, the bus sprout booth, like, Hey, wait a sec. That's what the $12 a month do. And I'm like, that's three bucks cheaper. Oh, and the first three months are free. Great. That is awesome. I need, a, I need, I need your card. And so I got their card, but here was the seize the moment part. They said, Hey, by the way, we got three slots left open here in our mobile recording studio that we brought. And they pointed right to it. I'm like, Oh, that's what that room is. I thought that's where you put people when, you know, podcasters were in trouble. But then I was like, well, it's probably where I would have ended up. Yeah, I'm but sure. you know, how do you punish a podcaster? You don't put them in a room with four microphones, <laughs> four Joe Rogan microphones. You 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 take away the microphones and put them in that room. And so I was like, oh, that's so neat. I thought you had to pay to get in there. Like, oh no, no, we're doing this for uh, everybody who's here. You sign up for a twenty minute slot. You can go in there and interview somebody or three somebodies because there's four stations there or four microphones. Uh, or you can just do a solo episode and record whatever you want. And when you're done with your 20 minutes, we'll put all the audio onto a flash drive and give you the flash drive. It was an eight gigabyte flash drive, which, you know, it's not that big as far as flash drives go. But I mean, now I've got a nice, cool Buzzsprout uh, flash drive for eight gigs. That's some extra storage that we could use. Uh, and so, most importantly, you got me a T-shirt that I, I wore yesterday. Yeah, and got a lot of compliments. I'm actually on. wearing the, questions. I'm wearing the Buzzsprout <laughs> T-shirt right now, actually. And so, so yeah. how this applies to people who don't have podcasting or a podcast of their own is going to these conference and networking. You meet people and just ask questions. That maybe your job is easier than you thought it was, or there's opportunities there that maybe you're not seeing. It's asking those questions and getting out of your own rut. So you can see the other solutions out there. Maybe they're minor, maybe they're major, but you have to be open to that in order to learn those kind of things. Yeah. And so 
so do you just, want to finish up point number number eight, five or? no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to finish this just throwing you off there uh park here just a little bit more uh so what wound up happening was they they offered the 20 minute slot i took it but i didn't have anybody to interview so now i had to go out of my way to to find somebody to to be interviewed and i did find somebody because i had clarity of what my goals were while i was there i was able to jump on that opportunity right away. So that that's kind of a twofer. So that's number five is kind of a cheater, like be open to new possibilities and opportunities and then seize them. But in order to seize the right opportunities, you've got to have clarity on what your goals are, what your objectives are. And if you don't have that, we've got a great tool. Uh, it's for goal setting and achievement called measure to make it. If you want that free tool, go to beyond the rut.com slash goals download, you know, give us your email. Of course, you know, then we, we want to know who's downloading it and uh, yeah, just download it. It's free and take an hour or two to go through the exercise we have in place. And if you are having trouble figuring that out, just shoot us an email info at beyond the rut.com. We'll give you some tips and pointers to walk through that. And I think I'm going to record, I think I'm going to record a tutorial to go with that tool. And uh, so I just wanted to seize the opportunity and share that resource with you. If you don't have the clarity of knowing your goals and your objectives, use that tool beyond the slash goals and use that exercise to get that clarity. And be like Jerry, give us your real address, not some fake address, because you may win something. You never know. So what about point number six, the number biggest takeaway six. of the whole conference? Well, don't we have I'm seven? Just that was seven. <laughs> well, there were no in particular order, but number six was push out of your comfort zones. And uh, now as an example in the conference, there were, people are kind of surprised when I'm somewhat introverted and I am, I am kind of both uh, certain situations. I can be an extrovert. I get out there, I start meeting people. However, I'm very cautious. Like I don't just dive in and start shaking hands and meet everybody I see. Like if I go to a networking event, I don't dive into the circle of people. That's too awkward for me. I don't, I don't know anybody. They're all going to ostracize me and kill me. So yeah, that's why I, <laughs> I don't, don't want do to be like Brandon and be blocked on things and get restraining yeah, orders I, against me. And I'm weird enough as it is. So I don't need, <laughs> I don't need to confirm it in larger groups. So what I tend to do is I'll network with like the wallflowers. I'll find that one person who's standing alone and I'll go network with that person. What winds up happening is I wind up the group, but that that's me pushing out of my comfort zone. Uh, they did a networking event every night while well, I chickened out the first night. I didn't go. I went on a <laughs> let's go see Disney Springs instead kind of thing. And then the second night, I almost chickened out again because I was like, well, they'll, they'll do one more tomorrow night and I'll definitely go to that one. And so I was about to go back to my room, pick up dinner and just kind of chill out in my room. But two Christian podcasters who I met the day before said, hey, let's go to dinner. And that was Eric Nevins and Chris Darren. Uh, Chris is from the Truce podcast and Eric Nevins is from the podcast called Halfway There really neat guys. They took me out to dinner and they pretty much dragged me to the networking event. They made sure I networked. We were just going to stay for an hour is what they said. We left uh, like 30 minutes before they shut it down. That was like three or four hours later. Cool. And I was like, and we highly recommend their podcast. They are really good podcasts. They are well that done. You should go listen to and subscribe and give them some love. Yeah. And so the, the third night comes and again, I'm going to chicken out and my wife, I, I tell my wife, so I told somebody who was going to put my feet to the fire and push me out of my comfort zone. And she just reminded me, Jerry, you paid a lot of money to go network with other podcasters. Get out of your room, 
and she didn't say it in these words. She said it much more gently, but I, I understood the tone. <laughs> Get, out, Get out of your room. I don't want to hear that you spent all three nights hanging out in your hotel room for all that money. You could have stayed home and done that. Go do something you can't do at home. And so that pushed me out of my comfort zone. Here's the challenge for you and I, Brandon, and that is our comfort zone is that you and I do a great job of hosting our own show, having guests on our own show. But it's only recently that we started becoming guests on other people's show because I think we can hold ourselves back thinking, well, what value do I bring to their audience? Who am I to go on their show? And in this case, it's like, but we do have value we can give to other people's audiences. So getting out of our own comfort zone and being a guest on other people's show is the next takeaway, that number six. And so for you listening to us, what is your comfort zone? Is it um, putting yourself out there? Is it networking with a group of business owners? Is it uh, branching out and meeting the recruiting team of a big company? Whatever it is, you need to be somebody's guest and get out of your comfort zone. Speaking for myself, I wasn't uh, going on other shows because of a lack of confidence. It's just the pay wasn't good enough. I I have a writer that says, you know, I get paid X amount of dollars for every interview. I want M&Ms in my green room and all these kind of cool things. And nobody ever wants to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. uh, but how you apply that too, like, like Jerry said, go, go meet other companies in your field. Go, go interview for a job. Even if you're not seriously looking for a job, going on job interviews with your competition is a good idea because then you get, you know, an idea of what they're doing. Maybe they're doing things right that you could use in your business, or maybe they're doing things that you didn't know about in different fields. And, and you can learn those things through a job interview. And I'm not talking about being dishonest or anything like that. Just interviewing for a job at another company brings skills to the table. And, and one of the things about being on someone else's show that Jerry and I have both said many times when, when we're just talking about our own show is, Hey, they had this or they did this. And before and after the actual interview, we're usually talking about, so what's that? mic you use and how do you get that to work and where'd you get that and and it's such a great community that you can learn from each other and i think almost every other field is too if you're just open to bring value to them they're more than happy to share information with you and when i say competitors i don't necessarily mean you know mcdonald's go over to burger king but you know go someplace else that they kind of do the same thing or maybe they're in another city so there's not a lot of direct competition you're just trying to learn and expand your own kind of field and expertise where you're at nice so point number seven what was the takeaway other than you did also get to meet eric mandy who is awesome has a great podcast called the newsworthy you should check that one out too Uh, that is a nice show by the way um Quick little shout out to Erica Mandy. I mean, well, you already did it, but uh, just to add on to that or piggyback on that, I kind of turned away from news for the last couple of years, ever since the 2016 election, not because I hate Trump or anything like that. <laughs> I was um, say, did something happen in 2016 that yeah, I didn't hear about? It was something <laughs> like an election and everybody hated each other. And I actually was concerned about civil war breaking out. I kind of still am, but not so much now. The one, one side is sounding like a cartoon and the other is like, well, maybe we were right after all, you know? Um, and, so I, I just said, that's it. I'm done with the news. I'm trying to avoid all political, you know, just it's 
just vitriol. I'm going to use that word. Ponder on that one. Uh, ponder, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you said, hey, you know, because I needed your help deciding on a session. And uh, so short story is I had turned away from the news for the last three years. And because of Erica Mandy's show, I began listening to a news source again. And it's her show. So there you go. Great show. It's pretty short, kind of gives you the highlights and you get to move on with your life. So much like that, let's jump right into point number seven. Point number seven. This ties in with what I said earlier about knowing your goals and having clarity. Uh, you definitely need to know what your milestones are and have clarity on your milestones. That gives you a good state of where you are right now. For us, we had an idea of where we wanted to be. We had like this nebulous yeah, we need more listeners. We need more committed you know, listeners to really turn this into from a hobby to a business. You know, what does the business look like? You know, is it feasible even? Well, by going to podcast movement, I got to learn about the state of podcasting. So in the United States, I know that there are 76 million listeners right now, give or take 10 million. Um, 76 million. Now, when it comes to... (laughs) Hold on, I'm doing math. Uh, Okay. uh, And it turns out if you got 5,000 downloads or more per episode, you're in the top like 2 or 3% of podcasters. And then everybody else is fighting and scrambling for 129 uh, downloads on average per episode. And we're right about there. We're probably just right there at the median. And and so there we go. Yeah. And when it comes time to like start monetizing your podcast, like through advertising or uh, through offering products and services, the magic number, like the magic number is 5,000 downloads per episode. The, I guess you can start the ball rolling at a thousand downloads per episode, but these are all numbers I did not know until I went there. And that's really beneficial because finding out what's really going on helps put your progress in perspective. You know, if you're comparing yourself to the top person or company, maybe you're intimidated or you're not as motivated as you were. But if you get real numbers, then you find out, wait a minute, we're kind of in the middle of the pack. I'm not at all at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, putting those numbers in perspective, I know a lot of people really honed in on the, oh, so I'm busting my butt. And really the most I have to look forward to is 129 downloads per episode. Well, I quit. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't see anybody exactly. quit at podcast movement. What I did see was a lot of people who really said, you know what, now that I know the numbers, what can I do? And um, now a lot of folks looked at what can I do to get more of that 76 million people who listen to podcasts. But here were the real opportunists and the networking really paid off. So I know the milestones now. I know the state of the industry. I know what we need as far as our milestones. What I really loved was networking with people who said, you know what? This planet has over 7 billion people on it and only, what, barely a million of them are listening to podcasts? We can fix that. You know, there's like (laughs) 7 billion people in the world who need to listen to podcasts and a big chunk of them all have smartphones, you know? Uh, So there's people out there who are really inspired to get the podcasting um, community growing. It's just people who listen and consume podcasts. And that was the other thing that was hopeful. The trend is going upward. Ever since that show Serial came out in 2014, people have noticed podcasts because of Joe Rogan uh, and the show, the Joe Rogan experience, people are listening to podcasts and you and I talked about, we can't sit through an episode that's over an hour long. 
he got sound bites that are awesome, but then yeah, that that long show is like, oh my gosh. Uh, but the, these are shows that are really deepening the appreciation for podcasting. The medium is growing. More money is being poured into it. More advertising dollars are being poured into it. Just looking around the expo hall showed me how much money was going into podcasting. It's like the next medium that people are going to. And it's funny because it's like we're going backwards to radio. So we're taking away the video. We're taking away the written word and we're just going back to spoken word. It, yet it's radio on demand and it's free just about everywhere. Unless you right. have somebody who also offers some premium content that only their premium members can, can listen to. And we, we're not there yet, but that's a possibility. Anyway, so knowing right. your milestone, milestones, having that clarity really helps you see what your opportunities are and create that strategy you need to go forward in the next year or so. And that's what we did. We created a three-pronged strategy for the next 12 months based on what we learned. Well, what I learned then shared with you. So what we learned, basically. I but, learned it Yeah, after you. <laughs> exactly. I gave you the cliff notes or the Jerry's notes. <laughs> and and that's important because when you look at a field and you think, well, everybody's doing that. I can't open my store. I can't, you know, start writing a book or I can't do this or do that because there's too many people doing it. If you get real numbers, you find out most people, overwhelming most people are not doing a podcast. And even more, there there's a very small segment of society that's listening to podcasts. So the, the opportunity is huge. Maybe you're not into podcasting. Maybe you make uh, swimsuits like my uh, grandson's mom. She uh, makes uh, swimsuits and, and, you know, there's plenty of places to buy swimsuits, but she makes some that are unique and have a great style. So she has a market for it. The world needs your voice. The world needs your market. Just get out there and start going and, and not worry about how big it is or how small it is. Just start doing things. And then you get some real numbers and you'll realize, wait, the world does need me to do this. Awesome. So yeah, those seven takeaways, just sum up. Uh, number one, connect with people as people, not numbers. Number two, really pour into your super fans, know who they are and give them that premium quality level of service and attention. Number three, provide a place for your tribe or your community to talk with each other, share with each other. Uh, number four was be open to new tools that'll help enhance or make life easier for your business. Uh, you know, and with that, you got to know what is it you are needing, what are your milestones, what are your goals and objectives. Uh, number five was seize the moment. There are opportunities that are going to pop up. You just need to be able to jump on those in a moment's notice. Again, knowing where you're going and what your objectives are will help you with that. Number six was push out of your comfort zones. Be a guest to other people. Share what you're doing with others. And then number seven, have that clarity of what your milestones are. What is the state of the industry you're in and how does that impact your goals and objectives? And, uh, and then the bonus tool was uh, go ahead and if you don't have that clarity on your goals and objectives, go beyond threat.com slash goals and get that free tool of goal setting and achievement called Measure It to Make. Brandon, any final word before we sign off? So you had a great time at Podcast Movement 2019. Yes. Do you think you'll go next year? And if so, where is it and can other people go too? I don't think I'll go to next year's podcast movement. I know I will go to next year's podcast movement because I bought my ticket while I was still traveling home because it was on sale. So there's no price. If you were to buy this ticket at the door, $649. If you wow. were attending the conference, it was on sale for $199. And I thought, well, that's a third of the price. And I paid twice as much to go this year and it was worth it. I'm jumping on it now. I told you about it. The sale ended though. Uh, so by the time we recorded this, the sale has been over for five days. 
don't be discouraged because Jared Easley and Dan Frank, who run Podcast Movement, do a series of early bird session or ticket offerings. Jump on those. And if you're going for the first time, get the standard plus ticket. Not the standard ticket, not the cheapest one. Get the standard plus. And the reason is with a standard plus ticket, you get access to the virtual ticket as well. So you're attending in in person and you have access to the video content afterwards. Jared and Dan have every single session recorded on video and audio. And there's just too much to attend. I mean, every session they offered, there were three or four things I wanted to go to. You want that ticket. Uh, To sign up, it's at podcastmovement.com slash 2020 and it'll take you straight to that website and all the information you need is there and then the other question you asked me is where is it going to be held in 2020 uh, in Dallas I wanted to say here in Dallas because I am in Dallas right now <laughs> recording with you well you're in you Corpus showed Christi. up a year in advance to the I, that's conference. how excited I am man <laughs> <laughs> I'm already there I'm camped out I yeah uh, uh, the police are they've stopped by a couple of times and said what are you doing here no. <laughs> uh, now it's going to be in Dallas. I forgot the name of the location. I think it's the the Hilton or the Hyatt. It's closer to downtown Dallas. In any case, you go to podcastmovement.com slash 2020, and you'll find all the information you need to sign up for that podcast movement 2020. And if you're local to Corpus Christi and you want to maybe caravan with us up there or just get together, let's uh, give us a shout. Let us know, and uh, let's talk about me taking a group up there because I know that uh, – you know, we've got some other podcasting friends here with Revolve One, and uh, we want to take some people with us. So let's all go crash Dallas next year and have a great time at this conference. There we go. And we have some fellow friends who are podcasters in the Dallas area. Tracy Tim was on our show. She's up here. Oh, yeah. Um, a friend of mine, Joel Bogus, uh, he hasn't been on our show, but he's up here in the Dallas area. And I'm trying to think who else is in the Dallas area. But right now, all I can think of is Tracy Tim. And of course, when we stop recording, I'm going to remember all the other people who were here in the Dallas area. Area. I'm like, ah, son of a gun. Exactly. <laughs> we, we will be reaching out to them during this year to try to get a uh, group together. Maybe we'll have a little beyond the rut get together up there in Dallas. We'll, we'll find a place where we can all just kind of hang out for a little while and talk and uh, meet. We could actually set up a meetup. Uh, a lot of meetups were happening, a lot of them official, a lot of them unofficial. Uh, there was like a Tennessee podcasters meetup on, I think, Tuesday afternoon or evening. Um, and then there was a Christian podcasters meetup on Wednesday morning that I went to, and I met a lot of great people then. Or maybe it was Thursday morning, but I forget. Anyway, between now and then, let's set up one for Corpus Christi. And, and there we go. Maybe later this uh, fall, we'll uh, get everybody together here in uh, Corpus and get a little community going. Booyah. There we go. Now, if you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 189. There you'll find links to Podcast Movement 2020, uh, the link to the goals tool that I mentioned a couple of times in this episode, and any other resources that came up, maybe some of the great shows we came across. I'll list the seven points, sort of, but you you really got to listen to this episode to get the real meat, and you did. So there you go. Now, again, if you haven't already... Uh, subscribe to our show, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Now that you've heard us and been with us for 35 to 40 minutes, actually over 40 minutes, uh, we appreciate you coming back and just feel free to connect with us. We're on Twitter at Beyond the Rut. We're on Facebook at Beyond the Rut. Uh, we are on email because, you know, it, we've had email since the 1990s, right? So, oh, <laughs> like it's a social media platform. Uh, and just, yeah, shoot us an email, info at beyondtherut.com. And when we reply, it'll have our Gmail address on there. But still, it's, yeah, that's an easy one to remember. 
We'll be back next week because I've got an interview with a guy named Trey Laverne. Uh, he was the guy I seized the moment and did a 22-minute interview with him at the Bus Sprout booth. Great story about how he and his wife, their divorce did not work out for them. So um, he gives us a little hint into their story. We're going to try to have Trey come back onto the show. Uh, it might be a while, though, because they've got to coordinate their schedules with us. And we got a good lineup of episodes already. And uh, I think that's it on the, um, on the announcements. So uh, until next week, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.